Well, you know it's bound to happen. Thanksgiving is coming up. Christmas is just around the corner. And we are officially in full swing with the holiday season. And that means family gatherings. And you know, especially this year, it's going to include probably some difficult conversations. You know, we are in an election year and politics are on the tip of everyone's tongue and political discussions are inevitable. But I am bringing you some advice today that is going to be incredibly practical and goodness gracious, I really hope that it is helpful. Hi, uh, I'm Gary Roth. This is the Blue Collar Consulting Group podcast and we're talking about how to handle political conversations during the holidays. Now you notice that I didn't say avoid. There are going to be situations that you simply can't avoid. I know, uh, you know, as a kid growing up, if an adult talks to you, I was taught as a kid that you talk to that adult. Um, you don't smart off, otherwise there's very painful consequences. Uh, and, you know, you also might want to admit when you're wrong or when you don't know, but that's not necessarily the point of this podcast. This podcast, we're going to focus on adults or almost adults talking about things that they don't want to talk about. Look, there are some really sensitive topics in the world today. Politics, racism, religion, welfare, gun control, abortion. You can run the gamut all day long. And unlike probably any other time in history, we have access to so much information, so many facts, so many disputed facts. It's, it's going to be virtually impossible that everybody is going to agree. It's impossible that everybody's going to feel the same way. And it's impossible to think that a group of adults are going to avoid talking about politics. Now, there's one thing that you can do. You can be incredibly proactive. All right. There was a friend of mine and they were having a family get together and on the little electronic invite, it said blatantly that politics will not be discussed. Now, to me, that seemed a little coy, a little silly, because actually you're introducing the idea by trying to prevent it. You know, when you don't want to do something and all you think about is not doing that thing. But guess what? You're actually thinking about that thing the whole time. So. I don't think that I would go quite that far, but being proactive means that you know you can you can avoid certain people, you can be cautious with what you talk about, and then you can always keep you know you can kind of keep the exit in mind. You know, if there's a lot of people around, if you have a big family gathering, uh, then you can freaking bounce around from person to person, and if you do that you're going to be seen as somebody that's just kind of visiting everybody. And if you need to terminate a conversation early, you can do that. Oh, hey, I'm going to go say hi to Aunt Meg real quick. And okay, really great to see you, Uncle John, or whatever. Right? Remember, more than anything, holidays are meant to bring people together, not drive them apart. Okay? When you get off into the sensitive subject area, you can always try to reel people back by maybe talking about memories, good memories. You talk about family members that maybe passed away and remembering them in a positive light. You can talk about 
you know, future plans and what's going good in your life and what's going good in their lives and people that they know and travels. And there are millions of positive, safe subjects that you can talk about. Because let's be honest, at the end of the day, the last thing you want to do is leave your family's event feeling like crap. So you don't have to do that. I'm telling you, you don't have to engage in this stuff. All right, so let's fast forward a little bit. You're in a conversation and dang, there you are. Now you're talking about politics. And and it can come up very, very quietly. Uh, it could come up as like, yeah, something, something, something. So uh, did you end up voting in that crazy election? That's friendly, but it's a trap. <laughs> so, you know, it's uh, it's one of those things that you just have to be, you kind of have to be careful coming. And at that point, you could kill it. But hey, listen, I really don't want to talk about politics. I love you guys. I miss seeing you all. Is there anything else we can talk about? That is 100% okay. But if you just can't avoid it, one of the greatest things that you can do, and the American Psychological Association has a few tips that I'm going to be working from today, uh, APA.org if you want to check it out. One of the biggest things they recommend is finding areas where you can agree. Now, you might disagree with somebody. You might have a family that is pro-Trump, and maybe you are you absolutely hate the guy. You can always find areas of agreement, and that's throwing in a little bit of that, you know, win friend, uh, Dale Carnegie, the win friends and influence people. You know, by, by finding those areas of agreement, you can kind of lower stress, you can you know, find some common ground. If you're looking to disengage, that's a great way to disengage. If you're looking to save the relationship as you should, then this is a great way to do it. You know, you don't have to strongly react. You know, let's say for instance, if you have a different idea about gun control, right? But you can agree that you want to keep your family safe and healthy. Now, you might have different approaches to that, but you can agree that you both want to keep, you know, crime away, and you want to keep your family safe. Another thing that the American Psychological Association recommends and something that I personally endorse as well is to be open and kind. Now here, I'd like for you to t think about Wayne Dyer. And Wayne Dyer has, it's a little bit risky, but he says, uh, be open to everything and attached to nothing. So, you know, when you're having these conversations, even if the other person is going crazy, yeah, I mean, it's just two people going crazy is going to ruin the holiday gathering for everyone else. So don't engage, right? Don't engage in that. Be open and kind. Avoid polarizing language. Avoid personal attacks. Avoid um, absolutes. You always do this. You have always been this way. You never X, Y, Z. Avoid that kind of stuff. Just remember who you're having the conversation with. This may be a family member, maybe somebody important. You need to communicate effectively. You know, try not to have, you know, these really big conversations early in the morning or even, you know, right before, you know, they're going to blow the candles out on the cake. Try to think about your words, your choice of words, the tone. You, you want to avoid things that feel combative or hostile. You know, you, you just... Because this, this is your family or these are your friends and you want to, the relationship is 99% more important than the, the political discussion 
or the thoughts on religion or whatever. You, you're going to want that relationship. It's there for a reason. You're going to want it. I promise you. Ultimately, there may be situations where tensions start to rise. Jocko Willick talks a ton about this. I know you're listening to my podcast, but go listen to his podcast, the Jocko Willink podcast. It's amazing. Uh, he's a Navy SEAL guy. I used to hate him, but now I freaking love the guy. You know, plan ahead the, uh, for the times when you think your tensions might be escalating, right? Plan ahead of how you might react. Maybe write down a few notes. As corny as that sounds, write down a few notes and think about ways that you can de-escalate a situation. You know, improve your self-awareness and know what triggers you. Um, you know, if you always find yourself quick to react in a heated conversation, you know, it might be worthwhile to take a step back, politely try, try that change of subject, okay? <clears throat> Remember that nobody is in control of your emotions but you. No matter what awful garbage comes out of their mouth, you are in control of your reaction. And if you would like to be regarded as a mature, reasonable person, then I would encourage you to not react when you normally would react. I've cultivated a very good reputation on social media to those people that know me because I always react calmly and thoughtfully. And when I am out of information, or if I feel myself running out of information and I'm gonna switch over to emotion, then I politely excuse myself by simply saying, I just, I don't have anything else to say. I don't know enough about this to engage properly. And it seems that you are pretty entrenched in your position. And so I respect that. And I'm going to walk away. Or I'm going to talk about something else. I, you know, I don't need to block people. I don't need to huff and puff and stomp my foot. I just don't need to do that. And guess what? Neither do you. It doesn't help you ever. So one kind of proactive strategy is to have some goals. Um, you know, you may even want to ask somebody, you know, if you're kind of in it and you're waking up to the fact that, oh my gosh, things are getting a little bit out of control, you might just want to simply ask yourself or them, what is your goal here? If you're talking with somebody that absolutely hates Trump, you might want to say, what is your goal here? What do you want me to do? Do you want me to hate the, uh, the Trump guy? Do you want me to love Biden or maybe the opposite way? Uh, do you want me to hate Joe Biden? Do you want me to hate Obama? Do you want me to hate all Democrats? It's, it's very confrontational when you offer those questions, but simply asking, what would you like from this conversation? And hopefully it might snap them back to reality as well. And you can either change the subject or you can simply just agree to end it. Say, all right, thank you for sharing that with me, all right? I don't share that opinion with you, but I thank you for sharing yours, right? Gratitude is hard to be angry at. So those goals, you know, as corny as it sounds, having a goal, trying to figure out the goal, the, the desired end state of the conversation can be incredibly helpful. Listen, everybody that enters into any conversation should accept the fact that you're probably not going to change the person's mind. Remember, 99% of the time, they didn't come to you seeking help or advice. They didn't come to you and say, will you help me learn more about your presidential candidate? No. They came to you established in a position, and they're going to talk to you about it. Or maybe you're doing that. But remember, conversations 
are a great way to exchange information. But if it's a conversation, all right, if they're not seeking advice, if it's a conversation, be prepared. You're not going to change their mind, especially when it comes time, comes down to a sensitive subject. Listen, I'm, I'm almost done here. Stay, stay with me. Disagreeing with someone that you care about is 1000% okay. You do not have to agree with everyone in your family. People in loving, fulfilling, beautiful relationships don't agree on everything, but the way they handle their disagreements are the marks of the quality of their relationships. Your personal beliefs, perspectives, and experiences are what make you unique. But you also have to respect that happens to every single human being on the planet. Every single person on the planet has a unique experience. And their views and perspectives are shaped by that unique experience, just like yours. And so just because you deem somebody a whatever this or whatever that, that's the, the byproduct of their life experience. And they are probably looking at you the same way, saying, hey, listen, your life experience is this way but ultimately there may come a time where you need to end the conversation right you've tried to be respectful they're just really digging in or maybe you're getting upset whatever the case may be it's time to end the conversation you know ending a conversation is not easy i can tell you that it, you know you may have to change the topic you may have to suggest another activity but whatever you do, you're going to have to reinforce the value of the relationship to the other person. Be like, hey, Uncle Bob, listen, I just really don't want to talk about politics anymore. Can we, uh, can we go and get in this card game? Or, hey, you know what? I'd rather go shoot some pool. Do you want to come shoot some pool with me? Or, hey, do you want to come with me? We got to run to the store real quick. You can, you can do that. And just, you know, be a little bit vulnerable. You can even say... A very good disarming technique is to ex express your emotion. I'm really embarrassed to say this, but I'm I'm just no good at talking about politics. Can we talk about something else? I really want to talk to you. I want to hear what's going on in your life, but I, is there any way we can talk about something other than politics? If you show a little bit of humility, if you show a little bit of vulnerability, it's really going to go a long way. I promise you that. Remember, it's the holiday season, like I started the article or the blog post with. Please remember, you're there to enjoy relationships, not ruin them. And if you follow this advice, if you're conscious of what's coming to you this holiday season, you're going to be in much, much better shape. You're going to have much better memories, which is something we desperately all need right now in this wild and crazy year. So please be proactive, know when to end the conversation prioritize the relationship and you can survive the holidays no matter what's thrown at you so again listen my name is gary roth uh with the blue collar consulting group would love to connect with you on social media just head over to bluecollarconsultinggroup.com you can find all of our social links over there and a few more show notes and all that good stuff thanks again for tuning in and uh enjoy the holidays and i'm sure you'll be hearing from me in the very near future take care <music>